With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you might be. Welcome back to the same old Arsenal podcast. Uh, pleasure to have you with us. Thank you for tuning in. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you for listening. If you are listening on iTunes or SoundCloud, Thank you very much. We have reached the end of the season. Um, and again, what can we say? It's just been the same old Arsenal. Uh, yes, people have called me a genius for, this, for, the type, for the name of this podcast. Hopefully next year I'll have to change the name. Um, but we'll see. We shall see. Joining us this evening um, on the show, some people you've seen before. We have Harry. How are you, sir? I'm good, thanks, Craig. Thank you for having me. How are you? Not a problem, mate. Not a problem, mate. And thank you for your uh, extra time shows. Thank you very much. Very I hope every, I hope people are enjoying them. Very and enjoyable. Good stuff. Something. Good stuff. Hopefully, we'll try and get. We'll tr- something. We'll try and get going as well for next year. Um, after every game, uh, a man who needs no introduction. The voice of reason, Mr. Claude. How are you, sir? Good evening, everyone. Good evening. <laughs> <laughs> my right hand man he's my amp to my deck he's my laurel to my hardy <laughs> mr lee judges how are you sir oh I'm, all, I'm very good thank you very much like evening everybody evening everybody and of course uh back with us this evening um ex-arsenal wonder striker i'll call you a wonder striker kevin don't worry about that it's mr kevin campbell how are you sir I'm very well, thank you. Hello to everybody. I'm glad that you asked me on, and I hope we have a great show tonight. I'm it's sure going to be will. a cool cut. I'm sure it's going to be. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Uh, we'll be going for about an hour maximum. Um, so don't forget, I've tweeted out we're going to take some questions live this evening. So if you want to ask anyone a question, hit us up on Twitter, but please use the hashtag same old pod um, for housekeeping. The end of the season is here. Another disappointing season. A sixth-place finish, three, three points away from home um, in all of 2018. I believe I'm correct in saying it's our lowest points tally for 40 years. Um, that's, that came up the other day. 
Harry, let's start with you, mate. A very disappointing season. Um, I was quite optimistic at the start of it. But, you know, what do I know? I've been proven wrong again, mate. Um, you know, I, I think I jinxed Granite Xhaka. First game of the season, I tweeted out Granite Xhaka, player of the year incoming. So I'm not going to do that anymore. Um, a disappointing season overall, Harry. Yeah, it has been a disappointing season. Um, it is, it's very difficult to analyse Arsenal's season, I feel, until it's over. Because we get caught up in the emotions, we get wrapped up in the emotions of it all. And, you know, I can look at another team season and I can analyse it pretty early on. But with us, it's difficult because you're, you're always you're always wanting more. And I mean, it has been a bad season. We finished in sixth place, which is obviously far from ideal. But, at, but we have gone to the League Cup final and we did get to a European semi-final. Um, so, I mean, on, on the sort of cup side of things, it hasn't been a disaster um, but in terms of league position, it's just not been good enough. And the away form especially has, has been really costly. And I mean, you know, fortunately, we managed to pick up a point or three points in 2018 eventually. Um, but you know what? It's been a disappointing season. You're right. You're spot on. I guess I'm trying to look for some positives. Um, but, you know, overall, not great, not ideal. And then hopefully on to better things next season. Absolutely. Claude, uh, how's the season been for you, mate? That bat sounds oh. up. Let's put it this way. It's the worst season under Arsenal, isn't it? Of, of all the seasons, 22 years, and that's why he's going. Um, I can only say three, play, three players that can, uh, out of the whole squad that got any credibility from this season. Uh, Maitland-Niles for me, young up and coming. I think uh, Nacho Monreal and uh, Aubameyang for these uh, 10 goals in the, in the since February. Other than that, the, the other lot, well, let's not, uh, can't say too much about them, can I? No, we certainly can't, unfortunately. Um... Not good enough. Need a new manager to shake it all up again. Let's hope we get the right man. This Arteta nonsense. I hope that that doesn't come off, and let's hope we get a proper Europe top nice again, and let's get all this comfort, the comfort zone removed from the dressing room as well. Absolutely. Lee judges, what about you, sir? Um, Travelled to most away games. I would imagine went to all the home games. You know, but what you're sitting there tonight, and you, you know, we're doing an end of the season show. Can you sum up the word? Can you sum up the season in three words? Tough, hard, um, disappointing. Are the three words that I'd use. I it's been, been a, there, but it's been tough. It's been a tough season. I think it's been not good enough. I, I look at it right. Um, I don't know if everybody agrees. I mean, we've come bottom of the league. We're bottom of the league. I think there's only six teams that can challenge for the title at, 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 at the moment. And, and we've come bottom of that six you know what I mean like we're never going to be relegated we're never going to be like that because of the financial power that we've got and it's just been you know the same the same old Arsenal same old thing as it is I know that's what you wanted me to say like, you know what I mean so uh, um, I just think that it's been um, it's been hard work the last few few games particularly like you know like I got up for Huddersfield uh, nine o'clock um and I went out um, on Saturday. When did I go Saturday night? I can't remember now. Like, um, 
Oh yeah, I went on a charity football match like with all like all my like Tony and all that lot. And um I thought I've got I've got I can't go too mad because I've got to be up in the morning. But part of me was thinking, you know, I might as well stay here. I didn't want to go, you know what I mean? Like and it was hard work going there and you know, coming home on the way home we were talking about, you know, the season and everything like and it's just been not good enough. I I would I would add Aaron Ramsey into the to the to the players that's 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 could walk away this season with his head held high. Um the rest of them you know, no, it's been a real poor season. Um, I, I think that the, the players, as well as um, everything else, have let the, let let the manager down this season as well. Whether they've known that he's going or not, I don't know. Um, sometimes, if you know that, it doesn't make your players much. But to me, it's just been a real difficult game. We've gone away from home this season, guys. Uh, Swansea, Bournemouth, in particular, and uh, and they've ridiculed us. They've took the mick out of us, you know what I mean? Like, you know, it, it ain't even the, you know, it was bad enough when Chelsea and, and, and Man United were doing it, but now we've got the Swan- first time ever, mate, is it? No, we've got Swansea now having a, having, like, you know, Swansea, by the way, got relegated, but we're laughing at us, you know what I mean? Bournemouth, you know what I mean? Like, and, and, and Huddersfield give us a lot of stick on, on, um, you know, good banter, I have to say, but, you know, it's just been a difficult season and I'm, I'm glad that, um, that it's over. And now, We've got the soap opera of what's going to happen now. Like, I can't take too much of this. One minute it's Arteta, next minute it's so-and-so. Like, you know, you know, I can't handle it. I, you know, I really just want to switch off for it. Um, Go into because, hibernation. Yeah, because I'm worried that we're not going to get the right manager. I'm, re- I'm really worried about that. You know what I mean? I've, the last three years have, not, have been painful watching Arsenal. You know what I mean? And, and one thing, the shining light is that one day Arsene Wenger would hang up his um, coaching manual and um, someone else would come in, you know, up and come in, top manager. And at this minute, you know, we've we've seen people like Godliara go, we've seen Klopp go, we've seen all these managers go because Arsene Wenger's, you know, stayed on. And and now he's not staying on. We're not linked with anyone decent. You know, I mean, it's a big worry. So, you know, and it just sums up the season. Uh, so this season, it's been a joke season, and um, I'm glad, uh, and I'm glad it's all over. Crystal Palace song, by the way. Kevin, how the season? You know, as you're an Arsenal fan as well, like us. The season, you know, as we've all said, it's been very, very disappointing. Kevin, how many players that are in this squad at the moment can you see? Can you see staying? Can you might be able, you know, see them all staying? Or do you think there's going to be a massive, massive shake-up? I, I don't think there's going to be a massive shake-up. Look, the, the season's been disappointing, especially away from home. I think the home form has, has been... That's what's kept the ship afloat, to be honest. Um, kept just some of the fan base sane. Because, you know, we've lost, what, only two games at... we lost only two games at home. But the away form, especially from the new year, has been so unarsenal like It's been embarrassing. And uh, when you look at the actual squad, you go through it, the only players I think who really are safe is probably Ramsey, Aubameyang, Lacazette, Mkhitaryan, and possibly Ozil if he could shake off the back injury and the sick notes. There's, I, I don't think there's any other player you can say is a stick-on guarantee to be in that team. Yeah, I was very worried. I mean, if... If we're, if we're not talking about stick-on players, let's go on to that. I mean, 
Claude, out of that team now, who would you be shipping out and who would you, who would you be looking to replace? Uh, out would go for me. Xhaka would go out. Uh, oh, let's go. Let's go from uh, top to bottom. Uh, the, goal, the goalkeeper, uh, the two goalkeepers. I'm not sure about. I, need, I think we need a decent. Maybe keep Checkers number two, but we need a decent, decent another decent goalkeeper. Uh, I wouldn't mind that keeper from uh, Atletico Madrid. Um, I would. The whole back four to me can can go. Uh, not good enough. Sorry, I'm. Uh, Xhaka's not good enough. Uh, as Kevin just said, Ramsey's. I think I keep Ramsey. Um, up until up until the last couple of months, I wanted Jack to stay, but I'm not sure whether Jack can has got the uh, fitness level to um, now to uh, play at this level anymore. Um, it's hard for me to say this, but I'll, um, let him go. Um, Keep the strikers. I'd keep the strikers. Uh, Bamiyan. Keep Ozil, who seems to have more holidays than Judith Chalmers. I don't know. <laughs> 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 Needs to good pick up the backside. Hey, Dan, you're at his back. Yeah. Um, You'll hurt him. Yeah, we've already got four bad backs as it is. So, um, But anyway, I would... Um, that's how I would go at the moment. I... I, I I'm not sure about this. Um, I'm going to give him the benefit for the one season. The um, the new guy, the left uh, Kolasinac. Kolasinac. Yeah. I'm going to give him the benefit of that. It's his first season. I'm not not too keen on him at the moment, but I'm going to give him another six months, I suppose. Apart from that, actually, uh, Monreal hasn't done too bad. Wasn't very good, but. I thought Monreal, to me, was our best player this season. That says a lot, doesn't it, really? Yeah. It does. does, mate. Yeah. It does. So, I mean, look, if we're talking about, you know, Mkhitaryan, Aubameyang, Ozil, Lacazette, uh, and Ramsey. So, I mean, we, we're, looking for a, we're looking for two new wingers and a whole new back four, including the goalkeeper. Um, with this rumoured £50 million budget, we ain't going to get it, are we, Lee? No, uh, well, you know, so we're going to have to make a bit of money, aren't we, like, by selling a few. If we, if we were to sell Shaka for, um, you know, we're not going to get nowhere near the money that we bought him for. So, if we, I'd say 20 million. The same for Mustafi, 20. That gives us another 40 million, you know. And maybe, I, you know, Danny Welbeck's in the last year of his contract. If he's not going to sign it, then, you know, we've got to ship him out as well, like, you know. But, I, I, you know, I think he gives us something different, Danny. I have to be honest, you know what I mean? He came on on, um, on Sunday and he just gives you just a bit more impetus in that last 20, 25 minutes. But, um, you know, if, if you get good money for him, I'd look to do that. So that would be the ones that I would, would out, you know what I mean, to keep that. I'd, I'd keep Chambers and the, and the Greek guy as backup, but we've got to buy two central defenders. Um, you know, because Shelney's out now. That's that. You know, no sentimental feelings and that. He's he's got to be. He's got to go. Mertesacker has got to be replaced because he's actually now left. Well, you know, gone on to the coaching staff. So there's, you know, Bellerin. I'm gonna. I I know Bellerin gets a lot of stick and all that, but I'm gonna say that you know, stick with him to, because under a new coach to see what he can do. You know, I think that that's something that we've got to do there. We're crying out for a wide player that's going to get into the wide positions and take players on. I, I watched um, 
Mkhitaryan on, uh, you know, it was because there was no pressure on the game. You just watched it a little bit. I like Mkhitaryan. I think he's a good player. But every time he attacks down the down the flank, he cuts inside. We need someone that's going to go the other way, go outside and then hit, hit, hit the byline and bring things. Aubameyang does it on the other side. He does it really well. But um, well, I, I like, I like, the, I do like Aubameyang because he can play. Well, I, I think he can play all those three positions. If that's the way we're going to go, he, he, he doesn't. He, he drifts into the middle. He drifts out wide. He drifts out to the right hand side, the left hand side. He does really well. But I, I feel that we've got to get a wide player. When you look at, if we're going to, you know, you look at Manchester City, they've got. Pace to burn on their flanks. Pace with, with Sane and Sterling. We've got to start matching that up. We've, we've not got that. We've not got that in our wide areas. We've played Ozil out there for um, for so long. If we're going to play this system that we're playing at the moment, that's another one. Ozil doesn't fit into it. He's not a wide player. He's not, you know, he's been put out on the left. So the new manager's got to come and he's either got to find a position for him or that's another one that unfortunately we're going to have to sell. So, uh, and if we can get 40, 50 million for him, there's more towards the budget. But what I want to see is two blistering, pacey players down the flanks. Uh, I, I look at Awobi all the time. He comes to, you know, always looking to cut inside all the time. He's not really a natural wide player. And I think that's all we've got to do, get some natural whip to this, to this team. Lee, what system would you play then? Because if you're going to put two pacey players wide and you've got a Bama Yang, you've got a Bama Yang, you've got... Lacazette and you got Ramsey. What's the system? Well, that, that, I'm saying that if we play that system now of that four-three-three, you know what I mean. Like you, you, you're going to have to let one. Of, I would say like Mkhitaryan can go onto the left side of the three. You've got to play. Or, you know, you've got you've got to be ruthless, isn't you? Is you've got Ramsey, Ozil, and, and Mkhitaryan to play that role. Only one of them can play, it, Kevin. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, and you've got we've got to make sacrifices. You know what I mean? And um, but you know. I don't, I don't know about you, but I don't want to see uh, Mkhitaryan playing out as a, as a left winger when he's not playing as a left winger. I don't want to see um, Ozil playing there. If, if Ozil's not going to play in that system where he can play in, in just be like, you could sort of play those three wide players, then one holding midfield player and two or two holding midfielders, if you like, like a, whole, a proper holding midfield player, Aaron Ramsey next to it, and then you've got your Ozil or Mkhitaryan in that, in that little free role just behind. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's the way I would go, but that you know, it means you, you what, you've got to either let um, that, that means there's going to be no place for Jack on a regular basis. But you know, we've got to be ruthless. The, the team at the moment, Kev, isn't good enough because it comes six in the league. So yeah, there's got to be changes. There's got to be changes. Yeah. The only thing I'd say. Yeah. Hello. Go well, on. Only thing I say. Dude, yeah, really natural with that don't cut in. Do you, do you know where I'm coming from, Lee? Say that again, Claude. And that many touch uh, that keep to the li- the line wingers that keep to the line now these days, is there? There's not that many lateral wingers about, is there? No, no, they're right. I, I get that. But you, you ever look at um like um, um Sterling and um uh Sane, you look at them and you the reason I look at them is because they just won the league with 100, 100 points. So they do, they do come, but when it when when they get onto that wide area, they go past the fullback. They go past the fullback with either pace or skill, and then they get to the byline and cut it back for little tap-ins like for, for Jesus, Jesus, and uh, Aguero. We don't do that, you know. What I mean, where where it comes from, you know. I, I look at it, you know on, on Sunday. You know, I, I see Lacazette in those sort of areas, and I see Aubameyang in those areas. I want to see proper wide players in those areas, or, or a wide player. 
You know, I if think... you look at our real top sides, we've always gone and won things. We've had it with Overmars. We've had it with um, Lundberg. We've had it oh, with, no. um, you know, we've had it with these pacey players. Always had a top wide player. And we've got, we've got to get one. Who that is, you know, there's lots of talk about Malcolm. We went for it last season with Lamar, but that never happened. So that's, that's my, I would go anyway. Harry? I think, it's a, I think it's a system thing rather than down to being, rather than being down to the personnel, sorry. Because if you look at Manchester City, like you said, Raheem Sterling is a player who likes to come inside as well. And so does Sane quite a bit. What it is with Manchester City, though, and I, I don't know if you guys remember when, I think it was when Thierry Henry first joined Sky Sports, he was talking about Pep Guardiola and the way he used to set up his Barcelona team. And they are, they are asked, their starting position is to be on the touchline in order to stretch their opponent, create the space and then come inside. And that's why they're so effective either going the outside way or going inside because they've got two options. Whereas with Arsenal, it all seems to be very narrow and our starting position is narrow. Therefore, you get the ball in a sort of inside position and then if you're not going to beat the fullback, you end up playing a really narrow game for the, for the entire match. And we've, Whereas Pep's players do like to cut in, but they start from a wider position and that's why they always appear to have much more space, I think. Good point, mate. Very good point. So let me come. Let, let let me come to each of you then, and you know, let's start breaking this down. If if, if a good offer, if a good offer come in for Ozil, Harry, w- would you be happy for him to go? Yeah, I would. To be honest, I, I don't think I would have even signed him on that new deal. I mean, I know they've done it because obviously it adds value to the player having him on on sort of a long term deal, and I get all of that. But I just think if the reports are true that we're only going to have fifty million pounds to spend or whatever they're saying. A big factor in that is the fact that we've given Ozil this mega contract. And if this guy is going to be, you know, out injured all the time for whatever reason, off sick, whatever the problem is, then you know what? I think that's been a bad decision. And and I just worry that as as good as he is, Mesut Ozil is a luxury player and he needs to play in a team where he's protected and is able to go out there and play his game. We're not at that level. Therefore, we're asking Mesut Ozil to do things that aren't natural to him. And so we're not getting the best out of him. You know, he's going to get fed up as well. You can see it sometimes in his attitude. And I get it. Some people say, you know, don't take it to heart the way he acts, the way he sort of like sulks and stuff. But for me, that's a big factor because... That sort of thing contributes to the fan opinion of him. And, you know, at the time when he signed, we were all over the moon. But as things have developed, I think a lot of people have sort of changed their tune on that one. Kevin, what about you? If you, if you had the chance, you know, someone came in 40, 50 million pound offer, would you let Mercer Ozil go? <laughs> it all depends, I'll be honest. For me, I don't think Ozil's ever had the supporting cast that he needs in order to excel. Absolutely. To get the best out of him. So if the new man comes in and isn't going to get the supporting cast, fair enough, then you could cash in. I, I think we're, we're missing a, a massive opportunity with Ozil right now because a new man coming in is going to see the quality he's got mm. and probably will understand. Unfortunately, Arsene Wenger, I, I think this was what frustrated a lot of fans because everyone could see what the issues were in the team, but they never got addressed. So, you know, Ozil's never had a defence or a defensive midfield player that he can rely on. You know, who could do the clean-up work. Yeah. So, I think 
if the new man's going to come in and not address that issue, fair enough, I'd cash in on Ozil. Yeah. For sure. Well, see, we don't know what's going to happen, do we? I mean, new manager might come in and make a system, make a formation that fits Ozil in, that fits Ramsey in. Do you know? We just don't know what, what's going to happen. So, Well, they're going to have to. When you well, yeah, absolutely, yeah. You know, when you consider a, a new manager coming in, Arsenal only picked up three points this this calendar year. Mm. Only three points. So, you know, at home, you could be a bit more free-flowing. But when you're away from home, that's where your system really yeah, kicks in. Yeah. You know, you really got to be able to defend and rely on the players. And Arsenal just haven't been... They've just been unreliable. Um, this season, to be honest, I believe that personally that you need two defensive midfielders to to get the best out of Ozil. I think you need two because what's happening at the moment, for example, say this, this say for example, we're playing Xhaka, Ramsey, and Ozil. That's the midfield sort of triangle. What you end up with is you end up with Ozil sort of pulling out to the left to try and make things happen. You end up with Ramsey getting beyond the striker more often than not, and then we lose possession. And Granit Xhaka's not the most mobile of players anyway. And then whoever our defensive midfielder is just gets pulled from pillar to post. And we saw it happen even when Mikel Arteta was in that position. So this is not a problem exclusive to Granit Xhaka. This is a system problem that we've seen for years and years and years and nothing's been done about it. And that makes Mesut Ozil look worse, in my opinion. I'm going to come back to Granit Xhaka. And I want to ask Claude about Ozil. Would you let him go, Claude? I would look, wait, give this, the, the new guy, see if he can kick him into shape. Because yeah. Oh, you've got to look at the players around him. You've got to make, you've got, there's no move. I mean, I watched him at Atletico Madrid game, yeah? He got a lot of stick for that. But where was the movement in front of him? No one was making... That, that, he needs players in front of him to make the, the move. So that what he's good at is giving that pass, that killer pass. He's not a player that will go up and de uh, defend. And he is a special. I don't like a... too many uh, away games. Uh, You're breaking up there, Claude. Against the big, big side, he has gone missing. But at home games, he seems to play much better. I'd give. Let's see what the new manager can get out of him. That's why I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait on the Ozil. Yeah, I have to agree with you there, mate. I have to agree with you there. Um, so, Ozil, Ozil to stay. Um, I, I think I agree with Kevin and I agree with, um, I agree with Claude. I, I just want to see what the new manager can do with him. Um, especially if the new manager can get Lacazette and Aubameyang into the same team um, and playing up front. I think, you know, I mean, Ozil's very poor statistics this season. Um, I think Granit Xhaka's only got one less assist than Mercer Ozil this year. Um, well, you know, and, and Granit Xhaka comes in for all this stick. Granit Xhaka actually made the most successful passes um, in the whole division. Sorry, go again, Craig. What did you say? Granit Xhaka, Granit Xhaka has made the most successful passes um, in the whole of the Premier League this year. Yeah, but that stats are very deceiving, mate. You can uh, how many of them passes? You can stats are very, very deceiving, mate. Yeah, you think so? Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Like, listen, in that role there, if he, he's, he, he's in that role, he makes five passes like to the left back, 
five, ten yards, you know what I mean, under no pressure whatsoever. Now, I don't, you know, stat, stats, stats are... Stats lie. Stats lie, exactly. exactly. <laughs> well, I think, I think Granite Xhaka, I think Granite Xhaka has, has taken too much stick, uh, in my opinion. Like we've all said, he's it, done all right towards the end of the season. I've got to say Jack, that, like, 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 like Harry said, it's not a granite jacker problem; it's a system problem. Mm. You know, I, I, he's not he's not as bad as everyone is making out to be. Agreed. No, he's I, not. I don't think he's that bad, Craig. But at the end no. of the day, he's, he's not doing what he was asking to do. He's not been bought. He, he was bought, as far as I was concerned, to be this great dominant defensive defensive midfield player and he's not no, done it that's that's the thing guys that's the thing he's not a defensive midfield player he's well, a deep, he's, he's, he's he's a deep lying midfield player a bit like andre a bit like andre apilo was where his job is to spray the ball left and right except he does it from a slightly deeper position than a traditional center midfielder yeah, but we don't that's, need that do we Aaron? no we don't we don't but that's that's what granite jacka is Right, Regardless so, of what Wenger's used him for, Harry, that's what Granite Xhaka always has Harry, been. Harry, hold on a minute, Harry. He, 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 he was brought in as, as this tough tackling midfielder. Let's have it right here. Yeah, he, that's the way he was brought in. Fair enough, I understand what you say about he was deep lying. But we were told that he's, he's got so many red cards in the Bundesliga. He's a tough tackling yeah, player. Kevin, that's the thing. We wasn't told he's a defensive midfield player. The media assumed he was a de defensive midfield player because of the amount of red cards he had. It's, t it's two different things. Wenger never came out and said, I've signed a defensive midfield player. Wenger said, I've signed a midfield player. We looked at the statistics and saw he got X amount of red cards and went, oh, good, he's a tough tackler. That means he's a defensive midfield player. That's my point. I don't think he was intended to be what we wanted him to be. Whether that's, that, that's Wenger's mistake, in my opinion. You know, he, the guy, in my view, has been played out of position. He's been hung out to dry, just like Mikel Arteta was before him. Well, he shouldn't have, he shouldn't have been bought then, should he? No, well, he should not. Absolutely not. Yeah. Be because, again, the, the issues that Arsenal have, they haven't been addressed. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, to think that, to think that it was Kante or Xhaka. Oh, jeez. Do you know? No, well, that's the one we wanted, wasn't it? That's, that's the, the rumour the rumor on the street was Kante was coming to Arsenal. Well, we needed him. Um, and wanted to come. And yeah, wanted yeah. to come to Arsenal, but then he decided on Granite Xhaka. So, but away. Absolutely. Absolutely wasted opportunity there. Um, and that's and not, and as, as, as Harry says, that's not Xhaka's fault. It's not. No. That's why I think he's come under a lot of, you know, some of the things I've seen tweeted about him and... So we're all agreeing then, Craig. He's got to be sold, yeah, because he's not what we what, what, not. What well, we've... again, again, the new man might want him. The new man might see what Harry sees in him, what I see in him, what the other people that think he's he's a good player see in him. Yeah, but he can't defend. So then, perhaps he might not be used as a defensive player. Well, so is he better? Is he better than Ramsey going forward? No. no. Is he better than Mkhitaryan or Özil? No. Well, I haven't going seen forward. him going forward. Well, I have. I've seen him going forward. But if he's not a defensive midfielder and he's a deep line player, that's not what we need, deep. <laughs> no, it's not what we need, but that's what he is. And so for us to sit here and criticise him for not doing a job that he's never done throughout his career, I just think is a little bit harsh. I, I would like to see Xhaka 
alongside a proper defensive midfield player to be the one to pick up the ball off that player when he wins it back. And then, you know, he's got a great passing range. All right, sometimes they go a bit wayward, but we know he can pick out a pass. Hold so, on, when, when who wins it back? You've just the, said that he's not that type of player. No, when I said if we had another defensive midfield player next to him... Yeah, but he won't be playing. So yeah, but that's it. my point. That's You're going to leave out Ramsey or, or Wilshire, yeah. then, isn't yeah. he? he's not going to play. Yeah, I, I am because it's either, in my opinion, it's either Ozu or Ramsey. You play both and we're too defense, we're too well, exposed yeah, defensively. Right, yeah, so, so at the end of the day, if, it, if, it, if, if you're saying to me, this is my opinion, it comes down, we get the proper holding midfield player in like Seri, say he comes in, he's the proper holding midfield player. You're saying that you'd prefer to have Shaka in front of Ramsey and Ozil, oh no, sorry, Ramsey and Wiltshire. Well, my, my I wouldn't. I'd rather have Ramsey or, or, or Wiltshire playing that role than Shaka. Well, that's only opinion, isn't it? Yeah. 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 You know, obviously, Lee, Lee, Lee has mentioned uh, Jean-Michael um, Seri there. If you're yeah. watching and you don't know, um, apparently we've opened talks with him. Uh, the defensive midfield player from Nice. Um, Say that again, Claude. Not spectacular. What about... You're breaking up, Claude. We can't hear you. In Zonzi. In Zonzi. has been spoken about before, yeah? I, I, I like him. Yeah, I do yeah, too. I like him. Um, yeah, he yeah, could come probably play it. left wing, though. He will, will he? <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe, what, from what I've been reading, this, this Seri lad is, you know, supposed to be the real deal. Yeah. Um, he's supposed to be really good, but... Supposed to be know. really good. So, we'll see. We'll see. I think he's got a... Is it a release clause of 35 million? Um, he's young. I think he's only still in his 20s. So, But we've got a problem, guys, if we sign him. That leaves well, only 15 million. If only <laughs> <laughs> That'll get his feet uh, I, I don't uh, think yeah. there's going to be only 15 million. No, no I don't chance. Think so either, yeah. No, no chance. Be, it'd be 16. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just think... I just think we can't write out, we can't write off players until we see who the new manager is yes. totally and how agree. he's going to use totally them. Absolutely. 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 But we can, but we can still, we can still tell people what we think. Yeah. Uh, so we're halfway through the show, right? So it's the last, it's the last show of the season. So uh, me and Lee have got a few surprises up our sleeve. So yeah. we, at the same old Arsenal, Absolutely, have promoted um, a lad called Charlie Shanks, um, who does pen and ink drawings um, of all different Arsenal players. He does them of the past Arsenal players, he does them of the present Arsenal players. Now, if you haven't seen his work, please go and follow him um, at Char, at Charda Shanksy. Okay, so that's at C H A R D A S H A N K S I. Charda Shanksy. Have a look at his work. Now, nicely, and I can't believe he's done it, to be honest with you. Lee only told it, said it to me off air. He has given us a pen and ink drawing of none other than Kevin Campbell um, to give away to one of you lucky people. Now, Lee is going to get Kevin to put his autograph on it, so that makes it even more um, desirable. So, Kevin, if you don't mind, when you see Lee next time, you might put your old squiggle on the picture. It'll be a pleasure. Thank you very much, mate. Now, to win the prize, two things you've got to do. Well, it's exciting, isn't it? Oh, it is, yeah. <laughs> to win the prize, you have got to go and follow Charlie. Um, to go and follow him. 
Okay, and Charlie will pick um, a name at random. So what you've got to do is you've got to go and follow him and you've got to use the hashtag same old Arsenal after you've followed him. So follow him and then send him a tweet, same old Arsenal uh, hashtag, okay? And he will pick a winner at random. Also, me and Lee have got uh, a little yeah. something to uh, be given away. Lee, what's what it, is it? Drum roll, drum roll. It's a set of badges as well, what, isn't what's it? What's it called? A power bank. Thank you, thank you. Look at this. I'll put it up to the camera so anybody can see it. It's an Arsenal power bank, yeah? Right, exclusive to Arsenal. Now, Kevin might might know about these. You get them in the hospitality at Arsenal, like, yeah? Oh, here we yeah. go. <laughs> right, and I've got one, right? And I'm giving it away. Giving it away. You know what I mean? So, uh, so the question is... The question, yeah, the question. The question for this one is, well, there's two things you've got to do to win this one as well. You've got to subscribe to the channel and you've got to put in the comment box, power bank. Okay, so the question, so that's the first bit. The second bit is there's a shirt behind Lee. Everyone seen the shirt every week or every other week. That shirt is signed by Lee's favorite player. Who is Lee's all time favorite Arsenal player? And there's a player that I keep crying over <laughs> that we never got back that we sold for pennies. Who is the player that I am still upset about? Who is it? Who's the player that I cry over that's left the Arsenal? Um, write it down in the description below. Put your, no put your name, the answers, and power bank, and we shall select a winner, and uh, one of you will get that uh, little might exclusive. Put little, might put another little goodies in it. Like, oh, you know? God, look. Oh, bloody hell. It's like, like, yeah, they now, say like the old... Uh... Popcorn, I don't know yet. We'll put something else in there as well, like. You know I mean? <laughs> Blimey. The trouble is, when he does my picture, he makes me look 20 years older. <laughs> <laughs> right, lads. Um, it was all quick enough on Twitter earlier um, about this, the, the new manager. Um, bookies have slashed the odds on Mikhail Arteta uh, to become the new Arsenal manager. Uh, I think the last time I checked, he was two to seven on. Um, to become the next Arsenal manager. We're going to start with Kevin on this one. Kevin, two to seven on to become the next Arsenal manager. In your opinion, sir, is Mikhail Arteta the man to take us forward? Well, it seems like the, the, the border have uh, stuck on him that he's going to be the next man. I think, I think the regime's changed now. I think they're going for more of a coach than a manager. Um, you know... Is it is it the right tack? I don't think it is. But if he becomes manager, I'm going to give him the respect and, and support him. You know, it, obviously he's done a year under Pep Guardiola. Is that enough to, to be able to coach Arsenal? You know, we most would agree and say, no, it isn't. But hey, you never know. Sometimes you could go for the best candidate with the most experience and it doesn't work out. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, look, whoever, whoever they... Whoever they choose upstairs, we have to give the man some some respect and and some some trust. And I know it's not it's going to divide the fan base again, Arteta, right. because you know he just doesn't have the experience. But you know we have to give we we ask for change. So if we're going to get change, we're going to have to back change. Absolutely, I can't understand why. I, this, and this is my opinion, and the other boys can come in. We've been campaign, well, I, campaigning. We've been talking about change for the last three, four, five, six, seven years, right? Hey, people want, hey. 
we've all wanted change. We've all wanted a new man. So Arsene Wenger's now stepped down. Okay. And now people are saying, before Arsene Wenger stepped down, people are tweeting, anyone but Wenger, anyone but Wenger, anyone but Wenger. Right, Mikhail Arteta then. Nah, 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 I don't want him. (laughs) You know, it's, 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 it's a bit hypocritical of everyone. If Mikhail Arteta comes in, and this is my opinion, I'm going to let the boys talk about their feelings. If Mikhail, if Mikhail Arteta comes in at Arsenal manager, he gets my backing um, and he gets my support. It, it, we don't know what's going to happen. We just do not know what is going to happen. Look, there might be clauses in his contract, you know, you know Mikhail, if he don't get us in the Champions League this, you know, this season, which I think would be pretty, a pretty incredible thing to do if he did. Um, you know, then you know you're out the door, and, and and we get the next one. Are we going to turn into the next Chelsea, where we're rolling over managers every year to to, to two years? You know, I don't know, but all I'm saying is, if Arteta comes in, he gets he gets my support. If Brendan Rodgers comes in, he gets my support. If a leg, if it turns out to be Allegri, it gets my he, he gets my support. Um, Claude, I know you're not happy that you know Mikhail Arteta is 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 the favourite to take over, but What's your personal feelings on the whole situation? Well, no, it's not that I'm not happy. It's just that you can't... If you get Arteta in, you're going to get the same old thing again, aren't you? You're not going to move forward. We're not going to move forward. We're going to get the same as what we had with Wenger. And I don't think the players will give him the same... Any respect. We need a... We need change here. We need someone different. We need different tactics. We need different... We need a new approach, yeah? We need to maybe a lot... Change a lot of our, our play, yeah? We need more defensive structure about our team. We need change. We need a top European coaching. Not a bloke that's been six, spent six, 12 months with Guardiola under Guardiola. It's not good enough. Arteta, I'll tell you what would be a good job for our, Mikel Arteta now, is to go to Everton and, and learn, the, learn. And maybe in a few years, if he's good, he, he then comes on to Arsenal. But Everton would be ideal for Mikel Arteta, not Arsenal. Okay, Lee? <laughs> well, look, listen, I'm not happy about it. And the reason I'm not happy about it, because, I, I, you know, it's like, oh, let's be bold was the answer. That, uh, that it's, no, it's not, let's be tight is what he should have said. Like, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> I'm telling you that now, right? If you go to somebody like, um, I, I'll say, um, Allegri or someone like that, they are top, top managers, top coaches in this group. They are going to want a budget. And at the end of the day, you know, someone like Mark, Mikel Wateta, he's going to just take it, whatever, because he's, you know, wants to get into it and whatever. It's just a cheap option. And Claude's right what we're saying here. We totally, totally need a complete change of it. We want someone like... I, the reason I want Allegri to come in, because I watched, I watched Juventus play. I was fortunate enough to go and watch him in the Champions League final. OK, they got beat at the end of the day on that. But they 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 were unlucky. They got beat quite heavily in the end. But there was a structure of the game. They could have beaten Real Madrid that day. And you could see that they was coached how to win a game of football. And they've got to, you know, they've won doubles. They've won, um, they've got to Champions, got gone deep in the Champions League. Look how they changed that game against Spurs. They were struggling. They, they, they put on a couple of things, changed it around. And when attacking, they got the two goals and then they defended like their lives depending on it. And that is what we want at Arsenal. We've got some great attacking players. And it's not about, you know, I I, I never wanted Wenger, like Wenger out, Wenger out. What I wanted 
was a team that was going to go and challenge for the title. It's not done that for three years. And that was the reason. So for the last three years, I've been going up and down the country going, well, hopefully, hopefully it'll be this year. I want it to be Wenger. I'm really hoping that he can do it. Me and Craig, we spoke about it. There's nothing more than I wanted Wenger to, to win the title, to prove everybody wrong. It didn't happen. But then, you know, the one, the one thing that me, keeps me going up and down the country is because I feel there's going to be this change. And then they, they, nothing against Mikel Arteta, they they bring him in. You know what I mean? Like, and it's just like I honestly think part of me thinks like they've had a meeting, right? Arsene Wenger's gone in the gone into he's he's up there in the in the ballroom, like you know what I mean? I want to stay next season. Well, you can't Arsene, you can't do it. I'll tell you, I, but I tell you what we do, we get Mark Mikel Arteta in here, he'll completely fuck it up. And you can come back and play, manage and be the hero, like, you know what I mean? Like, and that's what it seems like they're trying to do. And that's a joke, but it seems like that. And, and we want someone in that's going to be top class. We Arsenal football, we've got in this magnificent stadium. We've moved away from Ivory, like, you know, to, to, to now get a, 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 co a coach that's never coached. Uh, unbelievable. I don't want to go too deep on it because I, I, I want to give him the benefit of doubt and all that. But for me... It's um, it's a no go, Barry. Right, I think everybody just needs to calm down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, first of all, we don't know that he is going to be Mikel Arteta. Um, I, I know a load of ITKs have been saying it, but th these are the same people that said it was going to be Allegri last week. So I'm a bit skeptical of of sort of getting too carried away. Um, Mikel Arteta, let's look at him as a manager well we, there's not much to go by but he fits the criteria um of what gazidis is looking for he would be a bold appointment um which is what gazidis said he's got a good footballing philosophy there's no doubt about that um just from hearing him speak in the past about how he likes the game to be played and the fact that he's working with pep guardiola gives me confidence that he's got the right idea um but from the board's point of view as well he hasn't got enough clout to challenge them so, you know, whereas Arsene Wenger could have probably gone in the boardroom if he wanted to and, and sort of argued against something he didn't believe in, Mikel Arteta doesn't have that sort of experience, that sort of clout behind him to do so. And so I guess the board see him as a bit of a puppet. Um, like Kevin said, he's not a manager, he's a coach. Um, and that's really important. That is really, really important because in my view, um, the current structure that Gazidis has spent the last few months putting together with Mislintat, head of recruitment, San Lehi as director of whatever they call it, but he's actually a director of football. Um, that means that we need a coach and not a manager. And perhaps that has put the likes of Allegri off or the likes of Ancelotti because perhaps they want, they're more traditional managers and they want to have control whereas Arteta would be just handling the football side, I think. I think that's Gazidis' vision for things. Um, but there's, there are some positives as well. He's highly rated, um, worked under the best manager in football, in my opinion, for, I think, the last season or so now. Um, and he knows Arsenal Football Club. Look, he wouldn't have been my number one choice. There's no doubt about that. I'd probably put three, four, five, six, maybe even in front of him. But... Um, I'm not going to give him criticism until he fails, if, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think, you know, we did want change, like you said at the very start, Craig. Everybody wanted change. So now we kind of have to swallow it and just hope that the board know what they're doing. It's difficult, but I learned a long time ago with Arsenal not to get um, worked up about stuff that hasn't happened yet. 
Absolutely. I mean, the fellow tweeted me today, why are you so pro pro Mikhail Arteta? I said, I'm not pro Mikhail Arteta. I said, in fact, I hope it's not Mikhail Arteta. No disrespect to the man. But all I'm trying to say is to people on Twitter and to people watching, and if it's Arteta, it's Arteta. We can't do nothing about it except get behind him um, and, and get behind the team next year. That's, that's, that's all it. I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You know, Can I just say one more thing, Craig? As well, yeah. just, sorry, one more thing I forgot to say. Um, I, I see why everyone's concerned because, you know, whereas Manchester United, for example, after when Fergie left, they were the champions. They were the champions. They brought in David Moyes. It wasn't the correct appointment. They then went down the Louis van Gaal route. And now they've seen that they made two mistakes and they've thrown 300 million at transfers and got Jose Mourinho in, in order to get them back to sort of second in the league. The reason it's so important for Arsenal to get it right is because Stan Kroenke is not going to throw 300 million at a mistake. Um, so, you know, this could this could go really tits up, to be Very honest. Very good point, mate. Very good point indeed. So I think we can all agree um, that we all would like to see um, Allegri uh, or, or, you know, or a, a manager with a bit of clout um, coming, to support, coming to manage Arsenal. Now, I'm going to go through a few questions because um, time is passing us by again really, really quickly. Uh, Kevin, let's come to you on this one. Um, question in from uh, John Maguire, and he says, uh, on hearing that Jack hasn't made the World Cup squad, do you think he deserves a place in the England team? Uh, I thought Jack earlier on in the season did, but the way Jack's performed of late, uh, I think it's very difficult for him to get into that squad. Fitness-wise, um, form-wise, he hasn't been at the races, if we're honest. And totally. I, 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 I truly believe there's better options now out there uh, than Jack Wiltshire. And uh, unfortunately, he, I think he is going to miss out. But Jack Wiltshire, yeah, Jack Wiltshire being out of the England team is not all bad. Um, that gives Jack Wiltshire a full summer. Um, he can have a rest, you know, recharge the old batteries, get back to get back yeah. to himself, hopefully. Claude, what do you mean about Wilshire being left out? You know what? I think it's a bit, a little bit hard. Although I think for for um, Arsenal, for England, I'm not sure because is Livermore. If Livermore gets picked, is he, he's surely better than Livermore, isn't he? Well, I think I think he's better than Fabian Delph as well, who's going in his place. So uh, that, that 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 I can. But as I said earlier, um, as far as his Arsenal career is concerned, I, I've. There are issues now with his fitness and his fitness level where we can now perform at this top level again, which is very sad for me because I really had I really wanted this this kid to really come along because he is a talent he's a very talented player but I'm afraid I think maybe he's had one injury too many. Yeah. This one comes in from uh, Mark Gunner Runner. This is absolutely brilliant. I'm going to have to come to you. I'll have to come to you all uh, for this one. We'll start off with Harry. Harry, Mark wants to know. If you could have swapped hanging on against Barcelona in 06 and being the first London team to win the Champions League or being invincible in 04, what would you pick? I'd pick the, I'd pick the Champions League. I'd pick the Champions League. I've always said that that's the one thing that would make me happier than anything, you yeah. know, Arsenal to win the Champions League. So uh, it's very tough. It's a tough one, but just I'd go for the Champions League. I think. What about the judge? Uh, like, uh, chaff question, but oh uh, four, title always title. Always me. title. Kevin, oh four. 
Not even, not even close. Yeah. Interesting, Claude. Well, no, I would take one defeat to won the Champions League in the 2004 season. Uh, I think people make too much of this uh, unbeaten. I think you still win the title, whatever. Look, Man City lost two t- t- uh, and got 100 points. That's a big, better achievement, isn't it? So, I think you, people make too much of it. I think uh, I, I would rather win the champion, Champions League. And yeah, take I'll- one. I've got, Claude, to agree with Harry. I've got to agree with Harry and Claude. Go on, Kevin. Claude, I can guarantee you, Manchester City were trying with all their might to equal that Invincibles, let me tell you. I they agree. were trying everything. But it, it, it is hard, it's such a hard thing to do. Look, Barcelona tried it the other day and they got done on the last day of the season. That was unbelievable. Yeah. It, it was an incredible game. So, you know, we, we are the only team now who's done it. Yeah, I agree. Um, what, what you don't understand, surely 100 points, record amount of points is better than being unbeaten. I'm, I, I don't know about... I mean, I, I'm... Listen, Claude, Ch- Ch- Chelsea won the league with 95 points and there's, they're never, ever talked about in the way the, the Invincibles yeah. is. And nor will this Man City team. They say 100 points, it don't matter. They lost two games. End of. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Arsenal in 91, lost one game. Never talked about because... They they lost one. They lost game. one. Yeah. If they, if they, if if they hadn't done that, they'd be talked about till this day. Now, you know what I mean. And I, think, I think. No, it's wrong. I'm sorry, sorry, but that is wrong because if you think about it, a hundred points, no one will. That is a bigger achievement to get a hundred points. Thirty two wins. Yeah, in the season, that's a lot more points than what the uh, Invincibles. All right, we got a lot of draws and all that. Yeah, in that in that in that year as well. But never got beat, Claude. Eh? But never, never tasted defeat in the league. That's the yeah. harder achievement. I, I know what you're saying, Kevin. But come on, you are you telling me right? You wouldn't take one defeat that season. No, it, it, it wasn't a trade-off, Claude. It was. It's either you win the league or you win the Champions League. You're not winning the league and then winning the Champions League. No, no. no. I thought. No, I thought the question was: Could you take one? What would you have preferred to have happened? Would you have preferred that we hung on in 06 and won the Champions League? Or the Invincibles? Would you prefer being oh, no, invincible? No, no. Win the, no, it's not that. Oh, if it's just about winning the league. The, the league is the best. As Brian Clough said, winning uh, the league is the bit, the biggest prize for me. That's it. Over, over a whole season, you know, you win over. But it's not about uh, whether it's unbeaten or whether you've got 100 points. Mm, or got, absolutely. Yeah. But the way the way I look at it, the deciding factor for me is as an Arsenal fan, I've seen Arsenal win the league, but I haven't seen Arsenal win the Champions League. So that's that's what it is for me. That's what I'm with Harry me on that one. Swing that way a little bit. I, I, I am with Harry on that. I, again, I look at it like Harry's looks at it. I've seen Arsenal win the league, but the Premier League to me, to me, is harder to win because you've got you've got to win it over thirty eight games. Oh yeah, absolutely, mate. Yeah, I, 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 it's I, league every time I, for me. Yeah. I've been it's sorry, just. I, I, mean, I just agree with Harry because I I just I you know I'd like to see Arsenal lift the Champions League. I've seen them lift the league. Yeah, but Craig, I'll give you an example. This year, the Champions League is going to be won by two sides that are not even in the top two of their leagues. True. Not, True. Not... True. I, I, I get it, mate. But the the prize at the end of the day is Champions of Europe. You know. Yeah, but then Chelsea won it. When when Chelsea won it, yeah, they 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 finished fifth in their league. You can't tell me they were the best team in Europe. 
that year. Well, they were because they won the Champions League. Yeah, that was lucky, Craig. Come on, like you know, no, what I mean? no, luck is no. luck is involved Craig. in football, Lee. They lifted Not, the, yeah, but in the league in the league. The best they lifted the trophy. The they were champions of Europe. You yeah, can't take it away from the league. Doesn't matter who they played. It doesn't. How matter comes Manchester City didn't win the FA Cup this year? How comes we didn't win the FA Cup this year? Because well, well, I'm talking about Manchester City. Manchester City are the best team in the league. How comes they didn't win the FA Cup? Because you have to have a little but bit of luck. But they won the league. So they are the best team in the sent, league. They got someone sent off a bit harshly in the game. They ended up losing the game. But That's what the happened in the Cup. Craig, but Craig, listen, who's a better team? Liverpool, if Liverpool win the Champions League, who's been a better team? Liverpool or Man City this season? Man City, because they won the league. Exactly. So then you proved my point, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the whole it's the whole euphoria though of winning a Champions League, a European Cup, a final and all that, but beating a glamorous side like Real Madrid or Barcelona along the way. Like for me, that's the one thing that You're wasting your fucking time, Harry. Absolutely wasting. Listen, it's three of us against two of you. We've won. Three L- two, Listen, you know the Champions mean? League ain't what it used to be. <laughs> no. Let's have it right. Yeah. It, it should be, if you, if you really want to boil it down to be the best team, it should be the teams who win the league. Then, the teams, yeah, exactly. Get back to the old format. Yeah. The best against the best. Then you find out who the best is. Yeah. yeah, but the only problem with that is like you end up with like, and I'm going to pick on Greece as an example because I'm, I'm from a Greek background, but like Olympiakos would be in it every year, but probably the third or fourth team in Spain are better than Olympiakos. So, so what? Harry, so, Harry, too bad. you got to win your league. That's how it used to be. Yeah. The top team goes into the Champions League. Yeah. I'll tell you what I would do. I'll tell you what I'd do. Better format than that. Get the top six European countries, yeah, in in rankings, yeah, and play a league system with the with those uh, over over a season, over a season, and then make the UEFA Cup a bit more stronger. How about that? Sounds good to me. A Europa Super, uh, a, a European Super League clause. Oh, that's what it would, that's what I would do, and then you then you get the best teams in Europe of the two the six top divisions in Europe, yeah, top uh, leagues in Europe. Then, then teams. Actually, you could even put the top two of each division, yeah, and play a league system over in midweek system over in over yeah, the season. Yeah, rest... but Claude, why only six? Hey, why only six? Uh, get the best teams, and then that will not carry on. Yeah, that ain't fair in other countries, is it? Exactly. Hey, yeah, well, Northern Eurovision. What what countries would you choose? I wouldn't have chosen Israel anyway. <laughs> Our Premier League. Cyprus all the way, mate. <laughs> Premier League. The German League. The Spanish. German, Italian Spanish, League. Italian. And, um, one other. Um, French. Oh, You've got, you got two others. Well, it's Portugal. That's a bit arse on the Portuguese sides. Portugal, yeah. There, they are. there you go. Look, six. I'm giving you six, am I? So you've got English, Spanish, French, German, Portuguese. Dutch. Italian. What to be fair, yeah. to be yeah. fair, those France, the French league. France. Only clubs yeah, from those nations are ever going to get there anyway. What about the Dutch? No, the Dutch league is rubbish, isn't it, mate? Come on. Yeah, but Ajax have won the league. Have yeah, won the I, Champions won League. The Champions league. How, how do you determine? That's the tough thing, you see, Claude. How do you determine who you choose? Well, what I'm trying to what I'm trying to get to, Kevin, we've got to get a system where we've got we've now got a European, we've got the Champions League, yeah, mm-hmm. where, you get, where you're gonna you get loads of dead rubbers in the in the group stages, yeah, 
which is a toll. And then you've got the Europa League, which is a complete and utter mess, mate. Because you look at the Europa League, it's, the competition is very, very weak. Yeah. So we got to, we got to level it out, mate. And that's the only way I can see we can level it out and get a proper two. And that way, I think you'll get the proper team that wins the European Champions League as well. Because it's but, done big by, not but, in a cup. But Claude, don't, Claude, don't you think, because remember, the teams that drop out of the league, league stage in third position then go into the Champions League, then go into the Europa. So they are levelling it out. Yeah, I hence uh, um, Atletico Madrid and, 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 and Marseille, and they're going to go and bloody win it, like, you know what I mean? So. I want to say that that even makes it even more stupid because you've got losers going into the tournament. Yeah, it, that, it's, it's all wrong to me. It's all wrong. I think it, when we had it before, the way we had it before roughly was better. The UEFA Cup used to be a competition, a really strong competition, mm-hmm. didn't it? Oh, there should, have... yeah, there right? should still be free, free trophies. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Cup winners' cup, cup winners' cup was good as well. I think the format's fine. The only thing I disagree with is the Champions League third place going into the Europa. That's the only thing I'd change at the moment. <laughs> I'd change it back to its old format. Yeah, <laughs> I would. I'd go that. I'd like that. And, go back. and also, I'd have sports night back and all like you know what I mean. Yeah. That music, yeah, that. I'd go that back. Was... I'd go back to drawing the two teams out of the pot, right? You're yeah. playing them. You're playing them over two legs. Who wins goes next to the next round, and we draw the fucking next two teams. Yeah. Yeah. And we keep going, and we keep going, and keep going until we're left with one. I'll yeah. have mastermind on cup final day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and and, and uh, cameras on the coaches. Cameras on the coaches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you have that in in um, '93? The coaches and the cameras, Kev, was that? Then or was that gone by then? No, I think it was gone by then. Yeah. Yeah, it was gone by then. Yeah. Special day, you know what I mean? Special day. Special you know All I mean? day as then, weren't they? Yeah, all day. Fantastic <laughs> night, you know what I mean? All day as an after the cup for you go out and play football, wouldn't you? That's right. Yeah. Definitely. Brilliant. Throw up in the centre circle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> One one thing I must do before um, b- before we go this evening, because again, like I said, we're running out of time. Um, we've done the same old Arsenal fantasy Premier League. Uh, this season and uh, I'm just getting up the table here now we have a Dominic Moratti who has won it congratulations Dominic and I well did done. say that I'd get Kevin to say congratulations to you and uh, when you're going to put your CV in for the Arsenal job congratulations Dominic well done for winning listen Good. all the best and I hope you you could become uh, Mikel Arteta's London <laughs> <laughs> He finished it. I'll tell you what, though. He got some score. He finished it top of the league with 2,227 points. Oh, that's well a done. really good score. Well that's good Bloody score, good score, mate. that. Um, can't see his team, though. And uh, if anyone wants to know, I finished second from bottom. So, uh, well, there you go. So, right, I finished bottom in our one as well. Yeah. Oh, right. Shows you all. Shows you all. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, I'm always there trying to do the bit of studying. Oh, defender scores a lot of goals. And then they might score 10 the season before and then, of course, score nothing the season after. It's about my fucking luck, to be honest. <laughs> if, I'm not, if I'm not in the top three by Christmas, I kind of give up. Yes, yeah, same here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> glory hunters, glory hunters. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, lads. It's been an absolute pleasure having you this evening. Um, end of the season is here. It's over. Um, we have six weeks of six weeks oh, of silence. Uh, well, I suppose we've got the manager to look forward to. I suppose uh, the transfer window opens on Thursday. So you know, who knows? Craig, Craig, yes, can I just say one thing? Uh, yeah. It's uh, 
I just want to pay some uh, rest, rest in peace and condolences to J. Lloyd Samuel and yeah. his family oh, after he passed. I, I saw him about six weeks ago. Oh no! To be yeah, honest, tragic. And uh, I, I've only found out obviously today. So yeah. you know what a tragic, tragic. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah, absolutely you know. tragic. Uh, yeah. Boys, what's happened? He, he he died in a car crash, Claude. Today, oh, this morning. Yeah. After taking his kids to school as well. Yeah, yeah. 37 years old. Yeah, man. What a waste. <laughs> oh, so geez. tragic. So, so tragic. Um, oh, so... That's why you've got to enjoy every day as you go. Yeah. yeah absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Absolutely. Take it as absolutely. if it's uh, your last day. Oh! My phone's ringing now. My computer's ringing and all sorts. Sorry, um, so, I suppose we've got to, you know... Look forward to the next six weeks somehow. Um, I don't know. I think Arsenal are playing a few friendlies around the place. Uh, Rumour on the street is they're coming to play in Dublin um, against yeah. Manchester City. So I'll be going to that for sure because that's only three hours up the road. Good Guinness. Good Guinness. What more can you, you know, what more do you want? A big, massive thank you to all of you who have supported us this year. Yeah. Through the, through the shit times, through the good times. Um, Thank you very much indeed. Uh, I know Lee would probably like to thank you as well. Take it away, sir. Yeah, thanks for everybody that's uh, contributed to the show um, and everybody that's um, listened and all that. It's, listen, it's been great going around the grounds and people coming up to us and saying, oh, we love the same old Arsenal. So thanks for everybody that's done that. It's much appreciated. Very humbling indeed. Yes, and thank you to everyone um, who, who has been speaking to Lee. Thanks to anyone, everyone and everyone um, who's been a guest on the show thank you uh, to Nigel as well who's been uh, doing the uh, uh, moderating in the chat for me so thank you very much Nigel um, when we go live on YouTube my last thing is to thank Claude thank you mate thanks a lot and it's been a pleasure to be in such great company tonight yeah absolutely great. you're not too bad yourself mate <laughs> Harry thank you very much for coming on thank you very much for doing the extra time videos this season hopefully we'll get it you know we'll, we'll get one um, after every game next year I know you're very busy Harry actually runs his own podcast, the AFC Chronicles. Please go and follow him um, at Harry Simiu and go and follow um, the Twitter account for the AFC Chronicles as well. Harry, thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Cheers, thanks Harry. for having Cheers, me on board. And no problem. Looking forward to hopefully a better season next season. And thanks to Claude and Kevin as well. Spoken Absolutely. to you both throughout the season as well. You've both been great as well. Thank you. No problem, Harry. Kevin, thank you very much. This is your second appearance on the Same Old Arsenal podcast. Thank you very much for coming back. It is, you know, it's absolute honour to have you on here um, speaking to us all. And the best, thing, the best thing about it is, at the end of the day, just one of the boys, isn't you? Exactly. Just one of the boys. <laughs> one, of the tell you that. One, one of the lads. One of the lads. Love one it. of the lads that was lucky enough to, uh, to have played. Absolutely. You know, Kevin. Before you go, Kevin, you fancy Dublin? Uh, it all depends. It all depends, Claude, what time. You know, with my schedule, it's timing. So if the timing's good, let's get it on. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> my last thank you uh, to thank, like I said, I say it every week, the end to my deck, the Norrell to my Hardy, Mr. Judges. Um, he's been a bit of a rock to me this year. Um, I've had a bit of a shit year this year, but hopefully now everything's on the lookup. Everything um, is looking up and uh, we go again next year. So, Lee, I love you. Thank, thank you very much. Love you, you too. Like, you know I mean? Give him a kiss. Give yeah. him a kiss. Thank you very I much. The, I feel the love. I feel the love. Like, you know what I mean? so it's, it's always been a pleasure, <laughs> yeah. Craigie boy. And, um, you know, uh, let's all have a lovely summer. And, um, 
Let's all come back, all, um, come back all, all fresh and raring to go, like, you know. I might even have a shave for the next one. There we go. You never know. You never you know. Never know. <laughs> and, of course, the last thank you to you all. Thank you very much. If you haven't followed us on Twitter yet, please do at the same old AFC. And if you haven't subscribed to the channel yet. Nil-nil at the moment between Ashton Villa and Middlesbrough in the playoffs. So, I'm going to get and have a little watch of that second half, I think, like, you know. Oh, well, yeah. Down the... Me and Cor's light. You finished. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, guys. Have a good one. All Thank the best. You cheers, much. cheers, boys. Cheers, 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 Claude. Cheers, Larry. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Bye, bye. And bye. just before uh, I got rudely interrupted by Lee, um, while I was <laughs> just telling everyone thanks and all that, he thinks that everyone wants to know the score against Aston Villa. I don't know. Yeah. Um, nil, nil. Yeah, we know. If, if you haven't subscribed to the channel yet, please do. Uh, click the little subscription button um, down below and uh, give us a sub. We're going to take the summer off. Um, yeah. There might be We're going a, on their holidays. There might be there might be a podcast when we announce a new manager. Who knows? Um, sure, but there probably will be. Uh, so I'm probably lying. We might see you again next week. Hopefully, fingers crossed. In two weeks, three weeks, whenever that new manager is announced, we'll obviously get together and we'll have a chat about it. Have a nice evening. Have a great summer. Chill out. Next season, we've got to get behind the team. We've got to get behind the players. And, and, and hopefully, 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 something will go right for us. The footballing gods will look down on us and say, do you know what? These boys have had enough. It's about time I changed it. Up the Arsenal. And you gunners. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.